Snobs is back. I am Cicely Joy, your host for tonight. Again, Kalina Michelle is not here. She is not available. So we have a honored guest that has returned to um, discuss the goods tonight. Thomas. <laughs> everyone, hello. everyone, say hello to Thomas. Hello. 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 <laughs> hello to you all as well. <laughs> if um, you have listened to Real Snops before, then you may recognize the voice from um, our Lovecraft uh, one of one episode that uh, I think we recorded watching about Lovecraft last season, and uh, yeah, so <clears throat> he keeps me on my toes because he's very detail oriented. Um, which is awesome yet annoying, but awesome because <laughs> it makes me pay a lot more attention if I'm going to actually be talking about this stuff to be a better podcaster to the masses. So thank you for joining tonight. Oh, of course, of course. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> um, so one thing um, we, well, no, not one thing, but we have been watching a lot of, year i guess it's this year mostly um are a lot of good there are a lot of good netflix shows um a lot of foreign or international netflix shows out if you are new to netflix which probably aren't um but you will see that there are a lot of great asian um shows not just films but shows like uh, a lot of good korean shows some japanese shows seen and one that is really popular out right now and apparently is i i believe <clears throat> i heard a statistic don't know the source don't know if it's true but it's like the most watched show on, in netflix history which is kind of a little hard for me to believe but hey whatever um it's squid games so yeah, i would have thought it would have been tiger king hmm. <laughs> so yeah you know, it's so funny how those trends, these trends, period, because Squid Games is going to be like nothing in maybe the next couple of weeks. Like, Squid what? But when <clears throat> when it's, it's really um, trending, it's heavy. It feels like it's all there is to talk about. There are memes about it. There are skits about it. There are TikToks about it everywhere something about squid games even if you haven't watched it you probably have come across it at some point in time so i find it a little interesting because <clears throat> for me i've been using um i call myself kind of a lazy tv watcher these days um because pretty much i watch netflix hulu or that all or all that and I use Netflix algorithm to basically guide me into watching. And, and Netflix is clever because they will basically tell you, hey, this show is the most watched and this most popular. Everyone's watching it. And so, of course, you're like, oh, well, if everyone, if, if it's in the top 10, it must be good. So let me watch it. And, you know, it's that whole thing of like um, marketing, like putting it out there, making it seem popular, but no one has actually watched it yet. And thus it because everyone thinks it's popular and they don't want to be left. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they want to be in mm -hmm, the know. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Squid Games fell right into that. Um, so tonight we are going to discuss Squid Games because we finally finished it. Um, and a similar show that we, have, we watched earlier this year that's also on Netflix called Alice in Borderland. So... Mm -hmm. 
Well, I just looked it up and it says that as of five days ago, a couple of sites were reporting that it is on track to become the most watched show in Netflix history. Okay, well, so I just I, Bridgerton I, is first, but it's 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 coming. And you up know, there. that's exactly what I was thinking about when I saw that. I was like, I would think Bridgerton like what beat them because Bridgerton was that that was yeah. Right. I mean, I thought it would have been Stranger <laughs> Things, if anything, but you know. But you know, I think it's, these shows just keep topping each other, and I think maybe when Stranger Things first came out, we didn't have a pandemic to right. like bring everyone yeah, yeah, the masses true. to Netflix as we are kind of watching it now. Like, um, and then also Netflix, their um, their whole company change where, you know, they started off as being just a service to show movies <laughs> that mm-hmm. are already out there. And then, or, or send you movies because it was DVDs yes, at first. Exactly. Send, send the mu- movies. And then they started incorporating TV shows. And then slowly but surely the movies kind of started being um, lesser and lesser of, of abundance. And then you started seeing more and more Netflix originals and Netflix originals to the point where it's kind of like okay, are there any other movies and shows that aren't Netflix originals that are on there? And then Netflix even started buying out um, shows because another popular show Mm -hmm. that I think is actually coming out, if not this week, next week, is uh, the third season of You. And that Mm -hmm. didn't start on Netflix, but if you see it now, it will say Netflix original. Mm -hmm. And it's not a Netflix original. Um, Also, um, shoot, what's the show with the Bluths? Um, with the what? The Bluths, Lucille Bluth, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh God, what's the name of that stupid show? Was it Shit's Creek? Shit. No, not that one. Not Bluths. Bluths. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar, and I can't think of what. Um. Oh no. Oh. Arrested Development. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot that they picked that up. But that yeah. was fishing around for a while because remember that was canceled and then it was picked up by someone else and then or maybe I think it was originally on Fox, right? I think so. It's one of those, yeah. And then like, but yeah, no, they'll they'll take shows that have lost a home and make them Netflix shows. Like yeah. um, Cobra Kai was originally a YouTube show. Oh, now it's I got yeah, it was on that. YouTube. Well, it was YouTube Red, the thing that nobody wanted to pay for because it was YouTube. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I know like one person that has YouTube read. Um, if that still exists, but say, did they forget they were paying for it? Is that the reason they still have it? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so you know, Netflix is where it's at. So it basically guides me and tells me what to watch because I'm lazy and yeah, I w- I want to be in the know. I want to mm-hmm. be like the Joneses and be mm-hmm. able to participate mm-hmm. in the memes and yes, yes. <laughs> and all. Um, of course, the memes are important. You have to be uh, have to be up on culture, you know, to get the memes. Memes and gifs are like <clears throat> our life. Did life you just say gifs? Yes, I said gifs. Oh I'm, not my about God. To, I'm not about to have this argument. Oh my God. If, if the creator says he calls it gifs, I don't care if it doesn't make sense. Yes, I yes, because it's, you know, everyone loves a nice graphic interface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you know, if we have to respect when someone has their name pronounced differently than how it's spelled. Hey, sometimes you're wrong about your own name. It's okay. I mean, yeah, they. but at the same time, you know, who am I to tell them how to say their name? It's you know, their just, name. 
Yeah, you know, just just someone I can read. No biggie. Anywho, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? This is going to be a short podcast, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's let's get into it. Oh, because I'm I'm I was really excited, and I I'm sorry I bucked the hell out. I was like, "Are you ready to finish the show? Are you ready?" Because I really (laughs) funny story is I I literally had my tablet at my desk because I I think I was working. I was on lunch or something and I was about to start it and you text me (laughs) and said so I hear this is good (laughs) and I was like Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about seeing if you wanted to watch this but I wasn't patient enough and I was going to start it (laughs) anyway (laughs) but now that you text me because obviously you must have sent something in the force Mm -hmm. um, I'm like okay we're going to watch this together but you know life and schedules and work and all that happens so we can't just binge it all um so we it took us a little longer than normal to watch it and i i was eager to um to get it done before everyone spoiled it for me right the main part (laughs) so overall what what would you rate and i'm gonna we're gonna start off with popcorn ratings and if you don't remember popcorn ratings we rate based off of small, medium, large popcorn with or without that butter. Mm-hmm. With, of course, obviously mm-hmm. the large with butter, extra butter being like it's the great. worst, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, the, no, the best. Wonderful. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. <clears throat> so, I can't eat that much popcorn. That's a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, a good, a really good movie is worth extra large butter popcorn. So, what would you give it? All right, show. Ooh, uh, let's see. What would I give that show? I probably should have thought about this uh, beforehand. It was really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was fun to, well, I don't want to get too much away, but just, you know, the variation of the games was, you know, pretty cool. Well, um, I should say, this is going to be a spoiler-filled podcast. So right. if you hadn't watched it, you know, stop watch it and then come back because we're, we're not going to dance around with what's going on. We're going to talk about right. it. <laughs> uh, let's see. I My first instinct was to compare it to Alice in Borderland, but I don't want to do that because they're two totally separate shows. I would certainly give this <laughs> a large, I would give it a large popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, it was good. I think I would give it butter too. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so just a at standard at, at butter. Least. At least, a, at least a light butter. Okay. I gotta think back. No, no, it was fun. You know, I mean, large popcorn with butter. Yeah, it was good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, liked it a lot. It was a, uh, was very. It was a lot going on. You didn't know what was gonna happen next. You didn't know what the next game was gonna be or who was gonna die. Yes. Or if it was gonna end up being like, oh, they're killing off main characters, like it was Alice in Borderland or something. You know, I was like, holy yeah. shit. You know, yeah. So yeah, so, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to okay, before I get my rating, let me just give like a quick, quick summary of a, a quick synopsis of the show just be just so people understand if they want to know um so squid game or the name squid game to start off with um comes from a childhood game that was played i guess in korea specifically mm-hmm. um where it's it's pretty much a offense defense type of game where there's kind of like this drawn square and circle and triangular little pattern where uh, a person supposedly, has to get... Supposedly shaped like a squib to triangle yeah, it. Very, very yeah. abstractly, but essentially right. uh, a person that starts off on one end has to get to the other end 
um, without being tackled or stopped or pushed out of the the squid from the person the defending. Yeah. And how the show starts, they say that essentially if you go out of bounds, you're you're dead. And so the name Squid Games was was pretty much to me. Um, I thought it was more symbolic because I, I didn't know if they were actually going to play that game, but it was more symbolic because the show is about people that are uh, down on their luck. They're, they're in debt, like severely in debt to the, uh, or, you know, gamblers or, you know, people that just really, really need money, want money, are obsessed with money, whatever. They are invited to play a mysterious game um, or a set of games or um, just come to a place that they are blindfolded and they don't really know um, where they're going, what they're about to do, but they're invited to uh, participate in a series of games. We should and, say it's it's because they are lured in by this mysterious suited man that finds them and says, "Hey, let's play this childhood game. If I win, I'll give you money. If you if wait if if you win, I'll give you money. If I win, I'll just slap you in the face. Yeah. But if I if, but but if you win, I give you a lot of money." Yeah, and they're super broke, so they're like, okay, why not? Yeah, and so he, and that's he, he passes on his card to them and say, you know, um, call if you're interested. You can make a lot more money. And so, of course, they call. They're they're intrigued. They they don't really know what's going on. They're um, taken to this mysterious island or this facility in this on this island. They probably don't even know they're they're they on do, the island. They do because not they're, know they're on an they're island. knocked out um, during the ride, but they awake and there's like. Um, over 450 of them all dressed in these little jumpsuits so you probably saw the pictures of these like teal greenish jumpsuits with numbers mm-hmm. on them 456 um, to be exact yeah and they're just in, in a big warehouse with a bunch of bunk beds and stuff and they're told that they're all there to participate in six games and essentially um you know, you have to win. You have to get through all six games. And um, there's a big, big piggy bank of money. And anyone that loses, you know, their money goes into the piggy bank. So, or anyone that's eliminated. Yes, eliminated. And so, you know, seems all innocent. Um, everyone's like amped up. You know, they sign the waiver, all this stuff. Of course, things, there are rules about it. I think there are three clauses about like anyone. Um, I can't. You know, I probably should it's look like, at the clauses. <laughs> I think the first one was like, if you, if you, you have to play the game. If you start the game, you have to finish the game. Yes. Uh, if you don't, if you lose, you get eliminated. And if, if, if the majority rules that you want to stop playing the game, you can stop playing the game. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, they, um, there, there. It's just a bunch of random people. Again, they're all down their luck. So the first game comes up, and it's essentially red light, green light. So again, these are all childhood games. Um, so they're taken to this area that was pretty much like a, a yard space. Wait, 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 wait! You didn't, you didn't tell us what you thought it was. You didn't, you didn't rate the show. Yet. I know. Well, okay. So how into it are you going to get before you rate it? <laughs> okay. Okay. Basically, the wait, wait, is well, they're, I, they're playing games, and if they lose, they die. Yes, the they it. find they they discover while playing red light, green light that 
you know, the rules, like if you move or something, you're eliminated. Well, they, they realize elimination means dead. <laughs> they are killed. And they didn't really sign up for that. But of course, now that they're in the game, they have to finish the game. So that's the overall theme that is going on. And we'll dive a little deeper into the, the particulars. So my popcorn rating is, I definitely agree with you. It was very entertaining, um, unexpected, which to me, that's always a winner for it to be unexpected, but also to make sense. Don't like just throw in random stuff that makes no right. complete sense just for, you know, dramatic effect. Value, so, yeah. you know, there was enough like things, little, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for when they, when they give you hints towards something that's oh, coming like Easter later. Eggs. Yeah. Easter eggs, but there's another word I can't think. Uh, my brain is just, is it foreshadowing or something? Yes. A lot of there is there are little bits of foreshadowing, but it's not so obvious. And sometimes it's not as important as you think. So, you know, it's it's it can be predictable, but not at the same time. And I think there's a good balance that a show has to have where, you know, a person wants to feel like they they can guess what's coming or they 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 can see how things are going to happen without it being so obvious. And this show does that perfectly. Um, so, and, then, and you know, it's slightly funny. It has like a little bit of humor here. Um, and it's not, even though it can be graphic because you see these people being slaughtered, essentially, it's not like too graphic that is, is hard to watch. So for me, I definitely would give it a large popcorn with butter. Um, I'll watch it again, you know, in some time sometime in the future you'll easily watch it again and i'll recommend it so definitely definitely a fan and was happy so let's get into these games mm, mm, as i said yes. the first one was red light green light um and with these games most of the games i believe um there's they're also timed and so not only if you, um, for example, in red light, green light, if you moved when they said red light, and if you're caught with any type of movement, and I'm not talking about just walking around, I'm talking about a little bit of movement. You have to be frozen. Um, you you were shocked. Um, but they also had, I think, what was it, five or ten minutes on the clock? So if mm -hmm. time ran out and you didn't cross the line, the you're finish really line right. or the safe line, then you're dead, too. So they're in a situation where once they're in the game, they can't just leave. They can't stop. They can't because that's part of the clause. And if they uh, try right. to leave, they die. Well, if they're just they locked in a they're locked in a big room with an open sky and sky painted on the walls. Well, and yeah, the doors so are locked, so they, they can't, can't. There's nowhere to go. Yeah, they can't leave, but they can't. But if they refuse to play, they die essentially. If they are like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not participating because once they start the game, you have to complete the game. Um, so a lot of the games that they have are basically they're in these situations where <sighs> they're forced with really, really bad options, but it, it just kind of brings them, brings people down to their basic survival instinct and what they would do to survive. So of course, after this first game, when the act, the nature of this, this uh the series of games is revealed people are about to bow out they're like uh-uh i mean who who has survived <laughs> and it was probably the numbers were what almost cut in half after that first yeah, game pretty much yeah 
Yeah. Um, and so we once lost they... like 200 of 256 people. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was basically that happened. And then they go back to their little uh, dorm room. And of course everyone's like, we got to get the hell out of here. But that's when they really explained the rules or they explained what they will win because they didn't, right. they didn't reveal that at first. Cause and the so... big piggy bank is empty right now. Yeah, they knew that, oh, you'll win some money, but they didn't know how much. But essentially what they revealed is at the end, um, the winner would reveal, uh, win, um, it was 46 million won or billion won. I think billion, which you you looked up and it's around $36 million. No, like that's not right. I thought it was. Um... It is. I want to say it was a lot. <clears throat> I want to say money. it was a lot. It was definitely a lot. Um, Squid Game prize. Yeah, I, I definitely. I want to say was, that. Oh, was it thir- well, it might have been maybe. You said thirteen. Is that what you said? No, I said thirty-six. So no, thirty-eight million on... USD. So it was thirty forty-five point six billion one, which is their currency, and well, that's, that is that around was... thirty-eight million dollars but that's for the whole game though yes that's the total yeah. and that's basically what they told them because they're like you know you each basically everyone i don't know divide that by 456 and whatever like hundred thousand or something like that yeah it was, it's a hundred thousand per person a hundred million a hundred million per person yeah yeah um so a hundred million per person so basically anytime someone dies their portion goes into the piggy piggy bank and of course when People that are really desperate for um, for money for whatever reason, you know, yeah, they want money. But when you talk about a billion won, that's that's different. That's like, oh wow, that's life changing. And so this show really follows, um, dude. What's his name? I can't believe I forgot his name already. <clears throat> um, one particular guy who is just, like, he lives with his mom. He's probably, I don't know, middle age, maybe in his 30s. Um, oh, uh, you talking about the main character of the show? Uh, yeah, his name is, I will find, his name is Guion. Guion, yeah. Um, and so he lives with his mom. He was married, but his wife left him and remarried, and basically he doesn't really get to see his daughter often, but he wants to uh, it's his daughter's birthday the show starts off with his, his daughter's birthday and his mom's like hey here's some money you know go and get her some fried chicken she likes fried chicken um he's like no no we need to have more and he he's a gambler he can't hold on to money because he takes whatever he has and he goes to the races and he owes a lot of money and so uh, of course whatever money that his mom gave him to take his daughter out for dinner. He goes and spends it at the horse races. At first he loses and then he wins. Well, well, let's not forget that he takes the money that he gave her and also steals money from her to go yes, gamble yeah, with. Yeah, he stole more money. But essentially, um, uh, ultimately he won a lot of money and you know, is, is feeling great, is promising his daughter he's going to like, you know, um, wine and dine her and all that but the people he owe find him um, and you know they take him to the bathroom beat him up threaten him and he owes a shit ton of money 
And essentially, um, he finds a way to get out of it somewhat. I mean, still well, bruised and hurt. Let's, but... let's, let's not forget that he was going to give them the winnings, but he dropped them and he's got picked up by a girl and the uh, at the racehorses. Like, yeah, he got the money. Yeah, yeah, basically. And so, um, and so essentially, you know, they uh, what did they do to him? They cut. They just beat him up some. No, didn't they like cut his finger or something? We didn't cut it off, but they beat him up because he was beat up when he saw his daughter. Yeah, I remember they beat it up, but they they did something. To I him think he or, threatened he threatened to cut him. Yeah, he threatened he to cut his it. finger off, and um, essentially they they were like, "Hey, this is your last chance." And of course, they increased the amount I think that he owes, but then at the end he had to borrow some money, so he at least had something to get his daughter. Um, so, it's but then they up- said they're gonna like take a kidney in his liver or something if he doesn't pay up. Exactly. So oh, and they, setting, they made him they made him sign a contract saying that he would give them his his body in, parts in blood with his too. blood yeah because he was all beat up because he no oh, that's what he, he punched him in the face and he, his nose started bleeding yeah so, he yeah. used that for the thumbprint so essentially it's all the beginning just sets up this scene and we're not going to go into all detail because I also want to get into the other show but um, it sets up this desperation that he has where you know he is he is really really in the hole and it's very hard for someone like that to get out without doing something very risky. Um, he tries to take, he ta- takes his daughter out for dinner. It's kind of a sad, pathetic dinner, but you know, his daughter's a sweet girl and just wants him to feel okay. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we should go back to him getting her a gift. Yes. I knew you are going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so since he only has a couple bucks, he decides, let me try to win her a prize in like the little arcade, one of those uh, machines that, you know... The claw takes, machine. Yeah, the claw machine. And he's not doing such a good job. So this little boy who basically has like won them all, has a big bag of all the little stuffed animals from the machine, um, gives him some hints and he, and he helps him out. And he picks up this... Um, you know what? Now that I think about it, wasn't that like box. a box? Wasn't yeah, that it was like a gift a- rack... Oh yeah, I guess it was. But yeah, it was a gift wrap box, box similar to how mm-hmm. they have the coffins later. That's funny. So it's a gift wrap box, which is strange to have within this claw machine because it's full of stuffed animals. And he he doesn't even open it at the time. He just takes it because he's like, "Oh great, I got something for her." So while they're out at dinner, you know, he presents her with this gift and he, you know, is all excited about it or whatever, not knowing what it is. She opens it and it looks like a gun. It is a gun. <laughs> and she's what, like eight, maybe Something 10 like that, at the yeah, most? Maybe 10. And so she's like, um, I don't think mom will be happy with me having this. And, and then he squeezes the trigger and there's a lighter. Yeah. So you see, like he's trying, but it's just, it's not working. And, um, I think throughout the beginning, he also finds out, I'm just kind of skipping ahead a little bit. He finds out that his daughter, his wife's new husband got a job in the U.S. because they're they're in Korea, mind you, got a job in the U.S. and they're going to be moving. And so his daughter's going to be moving with them and he will likely not be able to see her unless he travels to the United States. Um, He definitely is not in a position to support her, you know, or really... Uh, try to fight on his, it on his meager chauffeur's salary. Yeah, and so that all of this, as well as finding out that his mother is sick, I believe she has cancer. 
Um, or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, the, she's sick and essentially needs a surgery that she can't, they can't afford. I I'm, I'm maybe mm-hmm. making that up. But no, that's true. That's right. All these things, again, are building. Well, it was, uh, of- she, she had diabetes and she had to get her foot removed or she had to basically get surgery on something or she was going to lose her foot or die yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all building or setting up the scene of desperation. And you see um, after he has encountered that uh, person that we've discussed um, that challenges him to some classic game. I forgot what they call it, but it's a, a game um, probably like a classic street game or something yeah, kid game. Mm-hmm. Um, where he, he offers some money and he'll, you know, in exchange for slaps. <laughs> yeah, he shows um, him like a, he shows him a briefcase full of like straight stacks of money. And he says, yeah. all right, so here's a, here's a, we'll play this kid's game that everybody knows how to play. And if I, if I win this round, then I get to slap you in the face. But if you win this round, I give you $10,000 or something like that, or 10,000 won or something yeah. like that. And so he's playing with this guy because uh, the guy's obviously good and he sucks. So he's pretty much crap out of him. beaten up <laughs> red. Like his face is really messed up by the end. But, you know, he, he got a little bit of money. And the guy offers him, you know, the, the, um, gives he, the he gives him the yeah. offer of, hey, if you want to make some more money, call this number. Um, playing games, basically. And so with all this stuff going on, that's, you know, it entices him to go ahead and call. Um, so when he calls, I, I think they set up a time or a place that he has to be at. He is there and a, a van picks him up. There are other people in there, but he doesn't really notice uh, that they're passed out. So he gets in the van and I think um, so they release some type of gas and mm. they're so the driver out. has a mask on. He's like, dude, what's up with his mask? Yeah. And if you've seen, you probably have seen these images. If you're familiar with like Among Us, they probably remind you of Among Us characters, but essentially they're uh, these, what, magenta uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> hooded jumpsuits with these masks that either have a circle, triangle, or square on them. Um, and they're basically the, the, the <laughs> or the facilitator, facilitators of this game. So he arrives at the facility among um, uh, many other people. One of them is a childhood friend that he knows who um, in the neighborhood is known to be really, really well off. Like he was um, very smart, went to university and had a great job and all that. So he's kind of surprised to see him there. He also sees the girl that uh, pickpocketed him there as well. Um, and who else? I think those are the people he recognizes uh, right. that he may know. But like I said, there's a hodgepodge of people there. Um, and he noticed he, his number is 456. He's the last person. <laughs> and um, number one is a, a very, very sweet old guy that is a little bit uh, senile or appears to be a little senile. Um, but you find out that he actually is dying or has a brain tumor and is dying. Because he, so, he volunteers that information to him. Yeah. Because he gets to talk and he's like, yeah, I got a tumor in my head and the kid's yeah. getting bigger, so I'm probably going to die. Yeah, so it's, it's for him, he's kind of like, I really don't have much to lose here. <laughs> right. Um, and that's his attitude throughout, you know, this whole show, which is cute and endearing and he, he becomes one of your favorite characters. 
Oh, number one. So after the first game that we already explained, when everyone is, you know, up in arms and all that, but they find out about the prize money, um, now here's this big test that they have. They're like, okay, a lot of people are like, no, it's not worth it. We want out. So they, they discuss, hey, isn't clause three that we can stop the game if everyone... <laughs> His friend remembers that. Yeah. yeah. His smart, his smart uh, first in class went to business school and became a big success friend. It's like, wait, isn't clause three if we, if the majority says we can quit, then we can quit the game? Yeah. And they're like, and the, yes, that is the rules. If you quit, if the majority says you can quit the game. Yeah. That's my, uh, that's my hoodie guy voice. <laughs> the facilitators are really straightforward and. You know, they're not here to trick people. They're like, hey, we, we're giving you the information. <laughs> you know, now right. that you know the details, it's all, it's, this is, you with it what you will. You're free to live, uh, live uh, to leave if, yeah, you know. Both. Mm-hmm. So they decide to have a big vote. And um, surprisingly enough, you see, it's very close. A lot of people are voting to stay. And that's an indicator of like maybe how desperate they need the money um, or, confident they are with winning uh, mind you you don't know what the other games are right so red light, green light seems easy until you find out oh if you get caught you get shot to death yeah and there's I'm, I'm a pretty lot of, confident in a lot of games but I'm not that confident yeah there's there's a sense of luck not necessarily like you have to be necessarily good at these games it's just luck um, so it gets down to the wire down to the, the last person who is the old man um, to vote, and and you're like, well, he's about to die anyway, so he's clearly gonna say, screw this, let's play this game. Yeah, the way they they built up him in the first episode seemed like he he was fine with it. Like he was like, hey, I, I could use this money. I'm about to die anyway. Fuck it, you know. So you really think that they're like they're gonna be screwed? But surprisingly enough, he decides to stop the game, and by by one vote. Um, the majority won to stop the game, which was surprising because you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're thinking like, oh, oh, okay, I didn't this, expect this show that. Show was shorter than I thought it was. All right. <clears throat> so um, they stop the game. They are allowed to. They they take them back home. They basically put them back in the van, um, knock them out, and drop them off in the middle of the road somewhere. Um, oh, with their clothes. Let's, let's, okay, I want to go back one. Skip like so as they're playing the game, um, and you figure out as they're playing um red light green light, uh, it gets down to the wire, and right at the end, our main character guy is about to get murdered like Ned Stark at the end of season one. You're like, well, and the only brown person in the show, this Indian dude, grabs him and like reaches back for him and saves him because he was about to fall and get shot to death. Yeah. And he risked his own life to stop him and, and grab him and save him. And just hold him in in frozen right. place. Like, <laughs> takes a lot of muscle. Like, he was really reaching. Like, this dude's got some core strength and some arm strength on him. And he saved his life. So, of course, he's like, oh, thank you so much when he actually survived. So, he's yeah. meeting people. So, he, he gets familiar with people there because that's fairly important. Yeah. But yeah. So, they drop him off. Right. Yeah. Through, throughout the, um, at least the first show, especially, but the other shows, you're meeting certain characters and get a little sense of their background stories and what they need. So th- now that they drop them off, um, you know, he kind of returns back. Uh, you see <clears throat> uh, the Indian guy, uh, I'm sorry, the Pakistani guy, he he returns Ali. or he 
he needs help to return because you could tell like he is uh, obviously he's a foreigner in this city, but he's not as familiar with the city. So he gets help from um, the smart guy um, mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. home. To get smart. Plus there, right. Yeah. They didn't drop him off at home. They just dropped him off wherever. Yeah. Like, All right, get home, suckers. And so you're you're seeing these relationships kind of build and and a little of their backstory as to how they got to the place where they are um, to even entertain this type of um, game. So essentially, and we're not going to get too much into all the like every episode, but essentially, as they're back, you know, they realize their problems are still kind of shitty, and they people start taking a moment to think (laughs) and there is an opportunity that they told them that if they want to come back, they can come back to the game. Um, And I I guess call the same card or call the same number. And so one by one, you see people um, start doing that because now that they kind of have knowledge over what they're getting into and they know the rules, they feel like, okay, I'm better equipped to, you know, play this, or I just am still desperate enough, and that's still a hell of a lot of money. Right, people are. Um, these guys are there, like she said, they're they're screwed. Like right? this dude is. Hello. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, you just walked away. Oh, my, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, people are like some people are like at risk of being killed by monsters or at risk of being chopped up by loan sharks or the smart guy you find out has been like embezzling or something and crazy like billions of one and he's going to go straight to prison and they're going to like seize his mom's uh, shop and everything. It's just everybody is just like in dire straits. So they decide, well, I get to die out here or I could die in there but possibly win like all of the money that I'd ever need. And when you think about it, now that you know, okay, half of the people, just about half of the people voted to stay in and half of the people left. So a lot of those people that voted to stay in are probably returning. But they're right. thinking like, oh, well, I'm returning. We're returning to less people. So there will be less people to try to, you know, beat. So right. I also, have better opportunities I'm, to actually, you know, win. Right. Also, I think that I think that he. This is when he finds out that his mom is like in danger of dying. Yeah, that she needs that surgery because before he went in, it was just his regular brokenness. He needs to see his daughter, yeah, and he doesn't want to get yeah. cut up. And then he finds out that his mom is basically could easily be dying, and they need to, this operation that they can't afford. Yes, that's that's right. So that's what gives him the the incentive to reconsider. Um, another rule that they have, or not clause, but a rule is if if the people left no okay the second clause because i was like the the, i wasn't sure what you said but the second one was that everyone they can stop they can choose to stop playing the games but they won't win the money and the money Mm -hmm. that has been um uh, accrued will go to the dead players like basically their share will go to their family and so that's it's basically it's it's beneficial for if you're going to participate to finish to continue than to for um for everyone to decide to stop because no one's going to get the money um so anyway for all their different reasons they uh, a bunch of them decide to return um in this so after the first game 
half of them died and probably a good portion returned. It was like, it was over a hundred. Yeah. It was like maybe 150 well or so. 100, yeah. Um, returned. Um, including the oak man, including the pickpocketer. Um, there was also a thug that the pickpocketer was like a minion of one of like his minions before just right. worked for him. Oh, um, while he was on the outside, he definitely almost got murdered. So he definitely almost lost his life because he had yes. crossed the wrong people in the gang and they were after his ass. <laughs> and he definitely almost died. So he's like, yeah, I'm going back in the gang. Yeah. So now we're uh, we're all there. Everyone's kind of now um, uh, clicking up. You know, they're forming their little cliques and groups. They're like, okay, now we know a little bit of what to expect. Let's, you know, let's have a team so we can try to figure out what the next game will be or figure out strategies or whatever. 187 so, people returned. Okay. Yeah. So the second game, um, who was it? The, the girl, the pickpocketer, she managed to, um, she went to the bathroom and managed to, oh, we forgot to even talk about the whole cop. Well, he, uh, yeah, right, right, because he came back when they came back. Well, he came yeah. there when they came back. Yeah. yeah. So, Cause, okay, so yeah, when, when they got out, our main character guy, of course, as many people you would imagine would do, he went to the police and he's like, they're making this, they're playing these games and they're killing people and, and they're taking them away and we don't know what they're doing, but they just murdered like 200 people in a, in a, in a kid's game. It was shooting us and it was a red light, green light, and they murdered a bunch of people. And the cop's like, so, you could you volunteered to play a game for a bunch of money and they killed a bunch of you when you lost, but you signed your bodies away and all that stuff. So they're like, Yeah, so and then whatever. and they let you go when you ask to go. And you're like, right. Yeah, okay. Like, well, you say it like that, yeah, but yeah, but still 200 people just died. 200 and change. Um, so of course they don't pay any attention to them. Um, except but that there's detective. He had that card, he had the right. card um, he left it on a desk, the calling card. Yeah, because the, the, the card the car we keep mentioning has, so the the logos for the show are basically, it's almost like the PlayStation logo. It's a circle, a square, and a triangle. Uh, yeah, you see this in all the episodes all over the place. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's PlayStation, but it's missing the X. So that's on the cards that they give them to come to the Squid Games. That's as like that's on the credits when it comes on Squid Game. It's a circle, a square, and a, square and a triangle. And it's on all these cards and all of this stuff, basically. Just like the mass, our a circle, square, and a, a um, triangle. So that's what's on the card because we keep mentioning the card. The card comes up more than once, and that's the card that he leaves at the police station and that the detective sees on the desk. Yeah, and that um, that basically triggers um, a familiar, I guess, memory or something. Um, you find out that the cop, um, his brother has been missing, I don't know for how long, but for a long time. And I guess he was, he I knew like he it was, was. You found that it was like six years or something like that. Yeah, and he he knew this card was involved. I, I can't remember the details, but maybe they found this card. Yeah, his, I think they found, yeah, they found a card. He found that card in his mother's apartment. <laughs> Is that Louie? Oh, that's Louie, yeah. <laughs> of course. Louie wants to join a speaker. Yeah, right. Louie's agreeing. He's like, yeah, it's the card. I never picked that card up. <laughs> So, um, and so now this cop is kind of following our main character, Guillaume, um, because he's like, hmm, he may know what this thing is, or like he, you know, he's suspicious. And so, as 
as the character our main character returns to the game the cop also sneaks into um one of the vans and essentially sneaks it onto the island but um he hide he did he hide under the van yeah he hid yes. under the van and then he because you don't know what happened to him we just saw that they got knocked out and they woke up and they were in his room so yeah. when you seen it from, they got back in the van and one of the girls the pickpocket by the way she covered her face so she didn't get knocked out by the sleeping gas yeah so she's awake in the van but she's playing like she's asleep meanwhile the cop is following our main character trails him all the way to the to the port where the vans, all these, all the, the bunch of vans are getting onto this ferry. So he's underneath. And when they, you know, start, you know, get on the, on the water, he just kind of hops out and ends up uh, basically fighting and knocking out one of the drivers and taking his place. Yeah. Meanwhile, when the girls, when they're checking the girl, our pickpocket girl, um, she has a knife on her and she slips into one of the guy's pockets and then she takes it out of the guy's pocket after they search her. So she has a knife now. Yeah. And the because cop one, is now... one of the things when they're passed out, they change their clothes and everything. So they're, all right. their belongings are, they're, they're without all their belongings that they go into the game with. Right. So. And, uh, then, so... and then the other girl, so there, there's also an older lady who is just, seems like she's crazy from the beginning. And doesn't she smuggle a shank in? No, she smuggles cigarettes in. Yeah. In her in her uh lady pocket. Yes. <laughs> uh so you could tell she's probably uh had some experience behind bars before. <laughs> she knows what she's right. doing. Right. And so um she goes to the bathroom to go and have a smoke, the older lady, and the pickpocketer goes uh with the intention on trying to figure like figure something out, you know, not just basically be a victim to this game. And so they um, kind of team up for that moment to, the older lady helps the pickpocketer get into the ducks. Um, so she is, you know, crawling around the ducks, trying to just figure out what's going on. And she comes across the kitchen and sees that they are uh, like making um they're cooking Something. sugar <laughs> they're heating sugar that's all she really knows um at the same time and i can't recall if this happened exactly at the same time you're introduced to another character um the doctor who um is getting uh we we find out is getting slipped hints to the upcoming games Right, because he's, like well. he's like removing organs and stuff. Yeah. Um, he's this is a guy that was clearly in the game, and he's removing organs, and I guess he like, yeah, in, in order for them to, he, he's doing them a favor so that they can give him a hint and let him know what game they're playing next. Yeah, there's basically, basically a little side hustle going on within the crew, within some of the um, the facilitators and the uh, this participant as a doctor, when a body is uh, eliminated, but maybe is not quite dead yet. They or not they that are, badly damaged. Yeah, yeah, are not badly damaged. They are what they normally do. They they carry um, the bodies away in these coffins that look like big gift gift boxes, <laughs> and they mm -hmm. take them to um, to be cremated. And so they rigged one uh, crematory uh, to actually drop the coffin, yeah, so yeah. it actually doesn't. Um, it doesn't burn. burn up and they use that they use those bodies to just harvest organs and sell them so there's kind of the side hustle going on under the radar 
and um, they're slipping him through the food that they give him, like little notes to give him clues. Right. So, so he's getting hints, and he's also getting extra food, which is you know, yes. nice because they don't get much to eat. Not at all. So she realizes, like the the only hint that she has, the pickpocketer, is that they're heating sugar. And you find out that the next game is, I, I don't know what it's called, but it's essentially, I guess, a childhood game, uh, again, maybe in Korea, where they're eating uh, this type of brittle, almost like p- peanut brittle brittle without the peanuts, like the sugar, <laughs> um, that it's in a tin um, that's full of that. And each tin has a shape that is imprinted into the brittle and the players don't know this yet, but they're going into a room and now they're all kind of teamed up like, Hey, let's, you know, as like, so it's right. It's it's our main character, (laughs) right? It's our main character, his childhood friend, smart boy. It's old man. Number one and the Pakistani Brown dude, Ali. So they make a team and they're like, okay, well, this is a game. It's a, you know, we should all just, we should all just, you know, because they tell them when they get in a room, uh, pick pick a shape and stand and line up behind that shape. There's, and there's a four star, the wall. a triangle, a circle, and an umbrella. Yeah, and, and they don't um, know what like, pick the shape. shapes are, so right. they they decide. You know, they're trying to strategize, and they decide, okay, maybe we should split up. Um, so we all pick a shape, and our main guy picked the umbrella. Um, I can't remember what everyone else picked, but so I feel like the old man picked the moon. Because it reminded him of the moon in his hometown. Um, I think that the smart guy picked the triangle and Ali picked the square, which left the main character the umbrella. Yeah. yeah. So essentially you find they open the tin and they have these these little candied brittle things with a shape and also like a little needle. And within the time that they have, let's say just arbitrarily 10 minutes, they have to remove the shape from that brittle without breaking cracking it at all if they break it or crack it or chip it they're eliminated shot in the face yes so it's a very delicate thing and again this is one this is something that is like it also can kind of be luck and you're screwed if you pick the wrong shape and of course our main character picked the most difficult shape um that had a lot of little parts and stuff whereas the i think the triangle was the easiest because even the circle is still rounded that you have to right. kind of pick at. And so a lot of these games, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, just for the sake of time, we're not going to get mm-hmm. into every detail of every episode in game, but a lot of these games, and we'll gloss over the games, um, they're, they're very suspenseful. They're, they're very stressful, suspenseful, and again, has to do with luck and just yeah the luck of the draw and you never know what advantage or disadvantage you may have trying to go going into the game so that was the second game not going to get into details a whole bunch of people died third uh-huh. game was Most, yeah, a lot of them i really think that the our main character might have been so <clears throat> he found a way to basically survive like the girl with the cigarettes cheated and she was heating heating up her needle to yeah. that let her get out um other people had an easier shape, so it was a little easier for them. Our main character found out that he started dripping sweat, and he's like, oh, shoot, if I lick the back of this thing, I can get my shape out. So that's how he yeah, won. So a lot of people at the end... To, right. to break it So out. a lot of people at the end were watching him, and they're like, oh, shoot, that's a good idea. So everybody's like licking the crap out of this thing. Yeah. Yeah, so they just survived. 
But I feel like he really might be the only person that survived with the umbrella because that shape was almost impossible to get out. But he yeah. he he did it. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't really know for sure, but it was it came a lot of times. Obviously, as the main character, he survived a lot of the games and he came down to the last minute, the last second, just about every time. Right. So yeah, right. So just to kind of go over the games in general. Uh, so that's the second game. The third game, was that Tug of War? Well, the third game was the side game at night. What was Because, that? okay, so after oh, after, after they did the little Tug game. 2.5 game. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This game, I guess the, the, the people knew that it would happen. So what they did is they only gave everybody like, one egg, one boiled egg, and like a bottle of water or something like that. Yeah. So of course the gangster decides after he eats his, he's gonna cut in the line and get somebody get another one. Yeah. So when he and his crew got extra, that left like five people that had no food because they intentionally did that because they knew that it was gonna be a problem. So one of the guys that didn't get food confronted the thug, the gangster dude, and the gangster dude just beat him to death and killed him. And then after that, okay, we should mention that after the rounds, after people die, they take how many other people die and they fill up the piggy bank at the top and it's ding, 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 and it's lights and you can see the money going into the piggy bank and they have a big counter of the people that are lived still alive on the wall. So after he killed the guy, they're like, oh my God, don't you guys, they, the, the, the guys just let him, just sat there and watched him kill this guy and nobody stopped yeah. him. So when the main character went and checked on him, he's like, oh my God, he's dead. So they brought a box out and took him out. The, the counter dropped by one, ding, 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 and a bunch of money dropped into the piggy bank. So they're like, oh, we can kill each other and yeah. get money for it. That'll make the game easier. So after that, after lights out, they kind of figured, oh, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. So everybody kind of teamed up, and that's when it started. Everybody just started murdering each other each other at night. They're yeah. just killing people left and right. And all the people that died it's people that are people that you don't have to compete against, and that's money that you won without really risking your life too much, especially if you're already on a team or in a gang. Yeah. So that little side game, they murdered a bunch of people. Like it's like fifty people or something like that yeah. that night. So yeah. They, they were they like, yeah, we should mention that these bunk element. beds, right? We should mention that these bunk beds are like sometimes two or three, but sometimes up to like six beds tall. So yeah. people were like the top, just pushing beds over, killing people, just watching them drop to the floor. Well, no, they're... they did that too. They knocked the the facilitators. Um, were they were pushing buttons that were knocking the bunk beds? Like mm -mm. Um, they did that at one point. I don't know if it no, was at that first. They time. were letting the they were letting the people kill. The people were pushing the beds over to kill whoever was at top. But there was remember because I, I remember the the head guy, the host or whatever his name, not the host, but the front the front man. He and his he had like this panel and he was pushing buttons and the whole the whole bunk or some of the higher ones were tilting because some people were crawling to the top to try to, you know, avoid people and they were tilting. So they were they were like kind of forcing people down to to fight like uh, what do they call it? A uh, battle royale. Battle royale. Yeah. So. Yeah, they introduced that whole other element to it, uh, this more psychological element, because now you're not just competing, you're not playing these games, but now you're you're you are also survive trying to survive outside of the games, mm -hmm. um, and and having a good crew <laughs> uh, was essential and important, not only for the games but to kind of survive. You had to have you know um, if if you were a lone a lone player, then that was risky. So, uh -oh. yeah, they were introducing these other elements um, 
to it in between, you know, playing the games. Um, the third game, I believe, was tug of war. And how they had it was, you know, they they told they told everyone to to form teams like I don't know how many teams like let's say six or seven teams of uh, it had to be an even number of teams. Yeah, it was like I don't know teams of what tug ten of war. people. Uh, we're gonna say some arbitrary maybe. number. We're like a yeah, whole bunch of like, teams of about. We'll 10 call people. it. Let's call it eight people because it was our guys. Well, it was our it was our guys. It was our four guys. It was the girl, it was another girl, and two randoms. Maybe we'll call it eight or something like that. Yeah, and they, they they didn't know they were playing tug of war when they made the teams, right? Because right. Well, a lot of them nobody, were well, nobody, nobody but the doctor. So the yes. doctor is meanwhile, he's like, he's like, I need a team, I need to survive. So he goes and gets with the with the gangster the dude who already had some people in there, because I guess they were part of that gang that he was in. Yeah. We well, had people with him automatically. So yeah. he's like, I should be on your team. I can tell you. Cause, oh, that's what it was. And when they were fighting at night, well, before they started fighting at night, he was like, uh, let me let me hang out with you guys. Let me be with you guys. And he was like, yeah, why ones with that? We could just kill you and it'll be easier. And he was like, I know what the next game is. Yeah, I can tell so. you what the next game is. And he was like, all right, cool. So you can hang with us. So then he tells, well, he doesn't tell us what the game is, but he just says, he talks to the main boss and he tells his thugs like, okay, we need to get, we need to b- get a bunch of strong guys, big sturdy guys. And now the girl, we should, we should mention that the crazy lady that smuggled the cigarettes in and her lady pouch uh, had also taken him in the bathroom and like banged this dude, the thug dude, because he was wanted to be on his team. You know, because that's what you do. You try to be on the strongest team. He totally ditches her, much to her chagrin. And he's like, yeah, you're not on our team anymore because we need dudes on this team. So we're like, okay, well, they need big guys for the team. Like, we don't know what the game is. Come to find out, it's tug of war. So... Yeah, so our guys, you know, are just picking people. They don't know if they're supposed to pick big guys, little guys, or women, or what. But they get their team together, and then after everybody gets their team together, they find out it's tug of war. But it's tug of war, and it's like up five stories tall. And if you lose the game, you get pulled off of this platform and you fall to your death. Yeah, fun. So of course, you know, again, when people are trying to team up, they're all always trying to strategize as to what is in our best interest. And usually what people think about is like, well, let's all the men get together. We need strong men because, you know, it, it, it may they don't they don't want anyone that they consider weak and they have uh, some older people there as well as women. And so usually, you know, they're thinking that's going to be a disadvantage and um, seeing our team, our, our team that was at a big disadvantage. Um, what, you know, they're the underdogs and how they right. kind of pull through us. And I, I don't want, I don't want to spoil that because I thought that was pretty amazing, <laughs> but how great. they pull through yeah. was awesome. The greatest um, tug of war strategy ever. Yeah. So they survived that the fourth game. I'll just say what? it's thanks to the old man. <laughs> the the what what everybody saw as the biggest liability helped them win yes. the game. And that, you know, it's a big lesson. Don't don't underestimate people. Um mm. so the fourth game, I'm trying to remember. The fourth game is Oh God. Was it the last game that where they had to team up with one other person? Wait, no. No, no, no. I'm trying to remember if Marbles was the fir- fourth game or if it was it, yeah, I think maybe Marbles, but uh let me see. Squid Games for fourth game um because they had six games right yeah 
Let's see. Squid Games games. <laughs> That's why I had to yeah. look up. I should have had this all um, looked up before. Um, War. Oh. Yeah, so it was Marbles. Okay. Because it was Marbles and then it was the uh, the Stone Bridge. Yeah, so the Marbles, they, they had a team up um, of uh, teams of two and of course they're thinking like, oh yeah, we, they don't know what they're about to play, but they're, they're thinking they're going to be playing as a team, but what happens is they find out they're playing against each other. And that's what a lot of the games started doing, again, with like Tug of War when they are requiring them to team up instead of playing as individuals. You don't know if you are if you're competing with your team or uh, competing against the people on your team. And so with well, Marvels, I mean, but that was kind of the only one though, like that's the only one they actually compete directly against their team members. Cause tug of war, it was definitely the team. If you well, yeah, lose. but it was, a, yeah. it was eventually coming because, and this is why I wanted to compare it with Alice, Alice in Borderland later, but there each game kind of plays a, on a, a certain theme. And this, this particular Marvel's game was now playing on an emotional theme. Um, and, and that, mm. that was more of the game, but the actual game itself, it wasn't very difficult. It was just the rules of it is you each have 10 marbles. You have to play whatever game you want. You can make it up. Um, but at the end of, again, let's say 10 minutes, I know it was 30 minutes this time at the end of 30 minutes, if, if you manage to get all of your teammates, marbles, all, all 10 of their marbles, you win. Meaning, and they, they specifically just said that. They didn't say they lose or they're going to be eliminated. So we were, it, it also was playing on our emotions because people were teaming based off of the connections that they had made in the game, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, so people ended up playing with friends, their friends or who they their, liked the uh, best. Yeah. Uh, husband and wife. And, and, oh, you know? oh God, the husband and wife, yes. So, so the, when they found out they're playing against them and essentially as you're playing and if you're playing with someone that you actually like a friend or a loved one, you y'all are deciding who was going to win. And some people did it by chance. Some people just played and just kind of, okay, let's do it by chance. And some people kind of, you know, tricked each other. And some people, um, um, probably chose like, it's going to be me. So it was, it, it was more of an emotional game than the actual rules of the actual game. It basically was one of y'all will, walk away from here right and it was it was they let them decide whatever game they were going to play they didn't tell them what game to play exactly they just said you guys agree to play a game and whoever wins lives and whoever loses is dead yeah so we lost some some very important family members or you know some from our um right from our team yeah from our underdog team some that it was it was a kind of it was a sad episode um Again, not going to spoil everything, but the so that that was the fourth game. The fifth game. Now the I'm forgetting game. what was the sixth game. It was wasn't okay. It, now uh, I remember now. Okay, I got yeah. it. Yeah. So the fifth game was the bridge game. Essentially, they were told to pick a number. Now, now, now there were sixteen of them. <laughs> That's how much all these games, they whittled them down to 16 and they had to pick a number one through 16. Don't know if what, what number is going to be an advantage. If you get an early number, if that's going to be bad, if you get a late number, it's going to be bad. So of course everyone was running to get the middle numbers. Um, Cause that's kind of the safest bet. Um, right. And at the and end. As it came- the, okay. So we should, we should also mention that 
the the main guy that's over the game. There are executives now that are there. Also, the yeah, cop is VIPs. trying to figure out. The cop is still there trying to find his brother. And yeah. he's getting all kinds of stuff and causing havoc. And then there's VIPs that come in to watch the game. So these big, rich assholes from all over the world, mostly Westerners because, you know, we're assholes. And they're watching the games and placing bets, you know. So they're watching it and making things a little more interesting. Yeah. So you're you're getting a little more information as to uh, not just really the makers or what the purpose is of the game. You know, it's not just, hey, we have a game that we can offer you money, but... Um, you know, this is kind of sport. It's being shown as a sport for some. So, um, yeah, they they have to pick a number, um, and then they find out the number uh, coincides with the order that they must go. And they right. find they find out that um, the the uh, arena, if you want to call it or whatever, right. is essentially. Um, they're high on these platforms. They're on one side. They have to make it to the other side. And in between are glass squares, glass um, panes. It, it, and, it's basically two, two, row, two, two uh, paths of glass. Yeah. There's a left and a right. Yeah. And, and there are two types of glass on there. And they don't know which one it could be. It could be tempered glass, which can hold the weight of two people. Or regular glass that will shatter once one person even walks on it. And so now this game, this game was, to me, was kind of genius because it plays on a whole lot of different things. First off, the first person going or whoever is in the front, let's say, basically has to figure out the hard way (laughs) on what you know there's no process of elimination. You just have you just have to go. And if you fall through, you Mm -hmm. die. Um, and I don't know, it's like hundreds of feet in the air. So you're oh, going yeah. to die. It's basically, um, uh, it's almost like it's the um, tug of war room all over again. It's yeah. not that high. You fall, you hit the ground, you're dead. It's over. So they have to go in order. The first guy, you know, he gets on one step, he survives. The next step, he he falls down. So now the person, everyone behind him, they they learn from what the person in front is doing. And so there's a, kind of a memory <laughs> Um, element mm-hmm. to the game there's also you know it's risk so but not only that because of the rule that two people can be on if you're on the tempered pain two people can be on there there are times where someone uh and through this whole thing they're they're on the clock too so if the clock runs out they know they all die they're so there is that yeah. pressure the race to get um through it um, so there are sometimes if someone is too hesitant or they're going too slow, someone may choose to jump onto their their pane of glass and force them to make a decision by pushing them forward. And through that, they find out, oh, well, that one's glass and that one's tempered glass. But then they're now in front. So there's mm-hmm. a risk. And you see how people make their decisions under the, t- the clock, you know, when they're, when the clock is starting to run out, people are making very, um, people are getting brutal. Um, mm-hmm. Like, of not- course, the gangster dude is one of those that's like, you need to hurry up. And he just like pushes a guy and yeah. he falls through the glass. He's like, well, and he's like, ah, shit, now I'm in front. All right, I'm like, not moving. Re- Somebody else needs to go forward. Because, you yeah. know, he's a big bully. And right. no one so wants somebody to tries to jump up there and he just pushes them off. 
Yeah. And then so, somebody else was like, you know what, it's fine. I'll go forward. And he just lets them pass him, you know, because he doesn't want to be the first one going. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of elements to this game. And at the end, only three, three survive. And there are three um, of our underdog team, our main character, the smart guy, his, his childhood friend, and Pickpocket. So, And also, when they get to the end, all the glass remaining on the steps explodes, which wounds them and definitely skewers her. So she's bleeding out now. Yeah. And um, in one of the other games, you kind of find a little more backstory behind her that uh, the reason why she stole his money, the reason why she even is in the game, you know, her um, her mother is mm, stuck. The, right. the, they're in South Korea and her mother is stuck in the north and her brother is in an uh, orphanage or a foster orphanage. Her dad, her dad got killed trying to cross the river. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she has a, a lot, you know, a, a really good reason <laughs> to win, win this money and you know she's going to do whatever she can um, because she, she wants to get her brother out. Um, so now that they're finalists, they're having kind of a final meal. A, a, a nice meal. one, by the way. It's a, a very it's a giant nice. feast with all this delicious looking food. Because, yeah. you know, this is they're the last three and they're going to the last game. Yeah. Um, as they're eating dressed up in see... tuxedos and shit. <laughs> Don't forget you can to see uh, Pickpocket is wounded and she's suffering, but no one else real, realize it, realizes it at that time or see or understands how much she is. Um, but as they're clearing the, the tables, they also decide to leave all, um, all three of them a knife. And then they have beds in each corner of the room and let them go to sleep because they have their final game the next day. But of course, by leaving the knife, it again brings that element of Hey, y'all can y'all can finish this now, <laughs> you know, like have at it. So obviously, there's that tension um, because through the games, you see the main character and his childhood best friend. You see the the best friend do some sinister sinister stuff, and he now sees him as this enemy, as this person that it will um, is soulless that will do win, whatever yeah. it takes and. Uh, the main guy, he's still a good guy. Like he's not going to he don't want to backstab people. Um, and you know, he's he's trying to play as clean and fair as possible within the circumstances that they're given. And so, uh, with him having a little bit more uh, empathy and information of, uh, behind Pickpocket's backstory and seeing how hurt she is, she asked him to make a promise because I don't, she realizes she's not probably going to survive. Uh, her she's bleeding out here. Yeah. Um, and she says, Hey, whoever wins, uh, we'll take care of each other's family or something. And as he sees exactly how bad she's bleeding, you know, he's like trying to get help. Of course, logically, this doesn't make sense because a they're not going to help her and b is kind of like well she dies that's less person so um but his instincts he's a good guy so he's like i don't want her to suffer we can help her all that stuff and so he's banging on the door asking for help asking for help and eventually they open the door and turn on the lights and they bring in one of the um coffins and he turns around to see a childhood friend decided to slit her throat or to stab her in the throat to finish, her, that, yeah. to finish her off as he says I you know she was suffering she was suffering yeah and, so, and so that basically that was it that was the last draw he was determined he's like okay 
you're you're going down. I'm, so of course, I'm, he attacks I'm, him. He runs at him and attacks him and gets yeah. tackled by the the uh, the guys. Yeah, the, that's not part of the game. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So when they kind of break up the fight and all that, and they say, "Okay, get ready for the uh, the next game," we find out the last game is Squid Game. What? Meanwhile. Meanwhile, the cop has found some shit and he is going to expose some shit. So he yes. has escaped from the island and he's getting away and he's being chased by the bad guys and the front man. <laughs> exactly. Um, that story to me, and I, now that you finished it and stuff, I feel like that story was kind of left a little... Right. Like he could have, something could have happened, but like, I guess that it... would have been too easy. They had it... to let him... Oh, oh, also we should mention that while he was snooping around trying to find his brother... You find out that they have been playing the Squid Game for like damn near forty decades. years. Yeah, for decades. Multiple times, it's, it's multiple times a year because it'll be like Squid Games two thousand five, Squid Games, and another like multiple folders per year. So yeah, killing so many people in this game over decades. Like you can just imagine how many thousands of people have died trying to win this money. Yeah. And yeah. I, I honestly, and just kind of aside, I really feel like the whole cop. Um, storyline was a little pointless now with how well, that kind of considering what the ending happened to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, but, it, but it is nice to give us some backstory on like, wow, this is not a new thing, this is some shit that's been happening forever, I guess, but it wasn't necessary. I mean, yeah, there, well, how else his, you know? his, his particular, I mean, I guess they had to make it like a reason for him to be there, but I just feel like there could they could have done the same exploration or we could have found out the same information in a whole different way that didn't introduce the storyline that really wasn't fulfilling. Um, but that's just Well, then you had to there. also think that he might get out and expose the whole game, too. So that was well, the whole thing. Because he, he, got, he took video and he, uh, he also he got one of the main dudes to confess on camera. But you didn't know it wasn't going to come to fruition because he was trying to send that video when he got out. He actually talked to one of the main VIP dudes and got him to confess everything that they were doing. Yeah. So you're like, oh, they're about to blow this thing wide open. I just felt like yeah. they were, they could have done something a little bit more to um, wrap that up in a little pretty bow. But that's just I me. Mean, they got wrapped up all right. <laughs> so last game's quick game. And now it's like they're not just playing the game. Like um, our main dude, he's pissed. Because Man, there were no. many opportunities he could have been done with that game. He could have won uh, and been done. But instead, he's like, no, nah, uh, I'm about to beat this dude's ass. <laughs> right. um, and so now it's emotional. Now it's personal, all these things. Um, and at the end, the end was a little surprising of what happened and how he won. Um, and of course, you know, he won. So he got all the money and was dropped off in a nice limo, but still rolled out into the streets have, uh, with a card with ATM that had 46.5 billion, billion won in his won. account mm -hmm. that he didn't touch for a whole year. Well, um, once, well, part of it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, once he got home, you know, I mean, he's in shock over everything he's experienced, but, you know, he's he went to the ATM, saw that money, but just got out, like, uh, what, 10000 which was the equivalent of, like, 80 bucks, um, right. and went, started walking home, um, 
he passed by the stand of his childhood friend's mother, who, you know, she's always asking, have you seen him? Have you seen him? And of course, knowing because, the outcome right. of what happened, still hard Do for him you to you want to mention with. how he won the game, or you want to leave that a mystery? No, I'll leave it a mystery. <laughs> leave him a little something. Um, but when he gets home, or uh, his, the, his friend's mother passes him some um, food and he said here take this to your mom I hope she's feeling better I haven't been I haven't been able to reach her in a few days and um, and so he goes home and he finds his mom is dead she died while he was gone and you know all of this everything that he experienced and kind of for you know a lot of that he went through was motivated by trying to help his mom and so he was pretty depressed and, and it kind of jumped ahead a year and he, nothing in his life had changed as in the way that he was living. Um, the bank even tried to have a meeting with him saying, Hey, you, you've had your money in our, in your savings account for a year. You know, we want to help you. Like it's not really accruing anything and we want to, and he's like, mm, can I borrow some money <laughs> to <laughs> right, go get right, a beer right. or something? Um, and it pretty I was like, much, well, yeah, you've got you've got thirty six million dollars here, but yeah, if you want to borrow eighty bucks from me, sure, why not? Mm. Yeah, so he's he's pretty depressed, all that stuff. Um, it pretty much, and then just to wrap it up, it pretty much ends with him getting a invitation, a, myst- a mysterious invitation that looks uh, very similar to the card. game, um, the with game. a uh, a note on the back, basically saying like, from your what was it Gangbu Gangbu. Which, oh right, we should go back to that part. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, during one of the games, um, he you know he formed a the marble game. bomb before bond the marble game. with yeah. with the um, old man who was a uh, player one, um, and they decided uh, the old man said, "Well, oh, we're we're game Ganbu, Ganbu, Ganbu. It's like best friends, or like you, we got our back. You're my yin and yang. They're like, yeah, like my mark, right and, or die. And they get like, like a little pinky swear, and they're like, we're yeah. best friends forever, and then they find out, oh, we gotta kill one of us. Great. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, uh, player one perished in the Marvel game, right. as we thought. Uh, so, as he gets this card, he's like, uh, er? Um, so it tells him to come to this location at this time, and he goes to a building to find in a um, what looks like almost like an empty loft or something, um, a bed, like a hospital bed with an old man in it who was player one, who didn't die, and he yeah, realizes... Yeah, you, right. That's one of the one players you did not see die, and I was like, that motherfucker ain't yeah. dead. Yeah. Like, as, he, it, as he leaves, as, like, as he wins the game, he... he yeah, he wins the game. Our main character wins the game, and he walks off. And then you see them take the old man and shoot him, and you hear the gunshot, but you don't see the gunshot. Yeah. And everybody else, you just see their brain, their brain get spilled on the floor. Yeah. You know, yes. and you don't see him die, so it's like Hodor. You never saw Hodor die. Yeah. He was but holding was, the door, and we didn't see him again. All right. But we thought it's it was lot. more kind of because it was such an emotional game, and they knew that we we're all going to be brokenhearted to see this old man who's so sweet get his brain. I knew brains that. I knew that only one day. So, so yeah. So we find out. Um, he goes up there and he finds out that um, player one is basically he he is behind all of this. He's and behind everything. That. Yeah, you did. At what point and in the show did I say that? You said that when they were doing the Marvel game, when they right. um, 
because he was like, oh, this this looks familiar. It's my this, old neighborhood. The yeah. set looks familiar. Um, so yeah, you find out that he's behind everything, and his story is that he's so rich that um, basically money like became boring to him. You know, like it's easy and there's no fulfillment or excitement. And the one thing that he misses or that, that gave him that fulfillment and excitement are playing these games from his childhood. And I want to find out how terrible it is to be a billionaire. I just want to find out how boring it is. That bit of suffering for once. (laughs) Yeah. I'll take one for the team guys. Don't worry. So he even during this whole speech and stuff, you know, he's even wanting to continue playing uh, just one last game where um, they're looking out at the window at night and there's an old homeless guy outside that uh, it's starting it's cold to snow. It's cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he sees, he's like, this guy's been out here for hours and, you know, probably drunk, who knows, um, but he may be dead or dying. And let's bet, you know, I bet that no one's going to stop and, and care for him or try to, you know, save him or anything. This um, is what player one is saying, by the way. Yes. Yeah. And if I win... What what was the thing he said? If I win, what? Okay, well, well, the guy he said, okay, he said, do you want to make me? He's like, you still want to bet even after all this, and he's pissed because he's got all these people have died, and it was just a game to the old man. So our main yeah. character guy, he's totally pissed. So he says, our main character says, if I win this bet, I'm going to kill you with my own two hands. And then the old man says, what if I win? He says, well, if you win. You can take whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I don't care anymore. You take everything. Take whatever you want. So they okay. bet. And he's like, all right. Yeah. So um, and he, it had to be before like 12, which was it was 30 right. minutes. And right. so as you know, he, they're kind of observing. That's when you find out uh, why the old man was even doing this and the right. backstory behind that. And, and he so, does actually have a brain tumor. He is actually yes. going to die. And, it's nothing, and then when you have that kind of money, and it's not gonna save your life. That's when he's like, "Yeah, I don't care anymore." Yeah, and so he asked, like, "Why do you even want to participate?" Because he's like, "You know, that's when you have the most fun." <laughs> yeah, it's the only time I felt alive. Yeah, I had a lot of yeah. fun when I was playing the games, you know. And he was like, well, "Why weren't you? Do- why were you-? he's like?" He was saying that the the main that a ri- super rich person and super poor person are very similar, and that at the end of the day, they're not happy. They're not satisfied. And yeah, he was nothing he could do to be happy again besides actually play the game. So that's when he was having fun. And as you saw him playing all these games, he was actually like smiling through these games. Even red light, green light. Yes, he, he was, was the so first joyful. person to move. <laughs> he was smiling hard because after they got done shooting everybody the first time, everybody's petrified with fear and just scared. And then using his old dad just just, just halfway little jogging, yeah, you know, going through the smiling hard as hell. And they're like, oh yeah, well, we got to cross the line, yeah. So but, he was having a lot of fun through the whole thing. Yeah. And you were just thinking it was because he he was a little uh, senile or something like that uh-huh. he was going, but he, you know he was playing a role. And so he explained that uh, the game, like comparing the the main character, he was like, hey, you like to race horses, right? Well, this is no different, except it's just with people, you know. So the VIPs, they were just other rich friends that were just as bored as he is. He was and wanted to bet on people. And, and it seems like he's made it seem like they were his clients because he so the old man made his money by lending money like that's who he was doing yeah. by lending money. He was like a super rich dude that I guess he was lending money and getting you know interest or whatever, and that's how he made his what had to be billions of dollars. Um, yeah, and he's saying that 
they were all bored. They all had so much money that they were bored. And that's how they came up with the, the idea for Squid Game is to just watch other people play these games. But he wanted to play the games himself to actually have fun, whereas everybody else was just fine betting on them. Yeah. So, um, and so through through all this this dialogue and all, they're still observing the guy on the street. And at the last, like, they talk to him. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't look good because people are passing by and they don't care. But one um, guy stops and he talks to him for a second, but then he's like, Oh, he's going to help me. He's like, Nope. He just walks off. He's like, well, shit. And then the last second, like right before it's about to uh, strike midnight, um, a police car stops and the guy that initially stopped to talk to him comes out. So you saw that the guy basically went to get help. And they are right. starting to help, so that that gives the, our main character like some hope, some joy that you know there are still good people out there. And at the same time, as um, the the clock struck, you know, well, I don't know, twelve, the old yeah, man act, act also died. So he flat lines because he's hooked up to this bed, not as like the ECG machine. And he just flat lines. Yeah, he's like, I know you saw it. I know you saw somebody helped him. You lost. You know you lost, right? Yeah, yeah. and so that all. all I guess with this knowledge, with everything that he knows is happening, this basically prompts him to just not waste away because he has all this money. Yes, he's feeling guilty and all that, but he can act now. And so it shows him actually starting to kind of fulfill certain promises. You know, he goes to um, he goes to go and get his hair his hair done because he's all scruffy. Basically, looks homeless. Right, so he goes to get hair cleaned up, long, right. and he gets it cut and gets it dyed blood red. Which, Tommy, that was the that was the potential spoiler that I saw that uh, I came across, but I never found again. But it was some article that said um, explanation of the red red hair man, and I was like, who is a red hair man? Right. But I skipped. I didn't notice it was the main character. Um, so it was just this odd. What a red hair man they talk about? What was the yeah, story about that? Because I was like, I don't remember seeing a red hair man. Right. So um, he, he dyes his hair like almost bright blood red um, and goes to find um, Pickpocket's brother in the orphanage. And as promised, he got him out. Um, Bailed him also, out with all his money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also. I guess made arrangements for his childhood friend's mom to take care of um, the little boy. And so he leaves her with a suitcase, which she thought it was just the little boy's clothes, but it's a suitcase full of money um, to make sure that they're good and taken care of. And he, and he says is, it has a note in it. It's like two suitcases full of money, I think. Because I feel like she opened up two, and it was just it was two sides. Oh, the, just yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's heavy, full of money, and it's a note that says, "This is the money I owe your son, or whatever." Yeah, and then he has plans to. I don't know if he's moving, but he's leaving to go to the United States to be with his daughter. So he's cleaned up. He's you know on the phone with his daughter, heading to the airport, or heading on uh, at the airport, heading to his maybe on the subway, heading to the airport, saying, talking to his daughter, saying, yeah, I'll, I'll be getting on my flight soon, all that. And as he is uh, waiting for his, uh, the train, he sees across the platform the uh, guy that he originally uh, was playing the game that with. That recruited him to, that recruited yeah, him to yeah. the games. And he sees him recruiting some other guy uh, you know, slapping the shit out of him and all that. <laughs> and he is triggered. So he runs across to the other platform um, just to miss the guy because the guy got on the train. 
Um, but he tells and a guy. A guy saw him seeing him, so he's yeah. looking. He's like, "Hey, what's going on, son?" Whoop. Or whatever. That was. <clears throat> I forget. I think that was his friend's name. Anywho. He- and so uh, he turns around and he tells the guy that was about to be recruited. He's like, he's, he takes the card from him and he says, you don't want this. Don't do it. It's not worth it. All that basically. He basically assaults the guy and pushes him up against the wall with his arm to his throat. Like, don't you do it. It's not, don't do it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So he's very adamant about not letting him do this. <laughs> he takes, he takes the card and as he is about to board his plane, this pissed me off. <laughs> but oh my God. What the fuck? board his plane you know he's tempted he's looking at his card and he calls it and uh they 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 say their line like would you like if you'd like to participate in the game please leave your name and your date of birth and he he gives his name and date of birth and they tell him they know exactly who he is and they say you know well it's the front man it's the front man gets on the phone and he's like just go home bro just yeah, get on the plane. Don't worry about it. And he's like, "I'm not gonna let you keep playing again." It's the, like, it's, remember the front man was like the big dog, kind of running the game. Yeah, with different mask on, and yeah, so it was actually the front man. You could, it was the front man's voice. And yeah, and, talk <laughs> and so like you know, they they basically like, just telling plane. him like, "Go and live your life, enjoy your life." And he hangs up, and he instead of getting get on, on the, the plane, plane to his daughter, he turns around because who he, he just talked to on the phone, by the yeah. way. Yeah, and you know, like. The, Part of all of this was because he was trying to be a better person to his daughter, which I get. I guess for him, he feels like to be a better person, I can't let this shit go, keep going on. And so he turns and he doesn't get on the plane because you could tell he's on a mission to end this, to find them and end this. Yes. How was he going to end it with a fraction of the money that they had that just gave to him for winning? The dude's got billions of dollars. I don't know what he's supposed to do. He doesn't know where the island was. He doesn't know anything about the location. The cops yeah. don't believe him. The one detective that he did believe him is gone. Like, what is he supposed to do? You need to get, get your ass on that plane and go to America and help. Exactly. I was like, come on now. We didn't, you, you didn't just take us on this emotional journey. Right. Just to, like, to you, you could have away. brought them down while you were playing. But, right. you know, so that's how it ends. Um, the ending was a little like, oh, but overall, uh, you know, We've been talking the 94 minutes about this. Um, it's It was a great show. I do want to uh, do a little short to kind of speak on Alice in Borderland a little bit, just in a way to compare it. We're not going to get into detail about it, but to kind of compare. But uh, to wrap this particular recording up, um, if you haven't watched Squid Games, I do recommend you do. It is still fun, even though we did spoil the majority of the story, but still watching the games, watching the interactions, the dynamics, all of the like strategies and everything is was very entertaining. Um, I really think this was one this was a very enjoyable show that just didn't get really weird, which a lot of Korean shows that I've watched, whether they're sweet um, home. <laughs> sweet home. <laughs> yes. Um let me not recommend Sweet Home for you, <laughs> but if you want, if you want a kind of a typical, I will say for me, a typical experience watching a Korean series or movie uh, of like fantasy thriller or something, Sweet Home. Oh, you're saying you don't want to speak for me? Yeah, no, watch that shit. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's Squid Games. Yeah, no, no, we did it. it's not. No, it's not. It's Squid Game. 
<sighs> okay, sir. Yes. Come on, black person. Thing. You don't have to add an S at the end of everything. <laughs> Call me out. Damn. Last time I, I did. have you on this show. <laughs> I just like the I legit saw a meme about that today. Said black oh. people gonna add an S and say y'all watch Squid Games. Like, but it, yeah. okay, yeah, because it was one game called Squid Game, but I'm thinking of all the games that they played. So right. Anyway, before you correct me even more, I'm gonna get off this thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we will be back with a little bonus short episode to talk about uh Alice in Borderland, which again is an worthy adversary, maybe. I don't know. We'll see tune into that but uh for now good night y'all good night good luck and dance with you.